This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again. And we're bringing you these studies now, just began on, uh, we're going to get around to the home and our homes. But but before we do that, we're looking at some other topics, and we're looking there at the first home, how that the Lord created Adam there in the Garden of Eden and Eve. And then we're going to look at man, the head of the home. That'll be our next study. And I'm looking forward to that. You know, one of the things we've lost today is the authority of our homes. The man is no longer, as a rule, not the head of the home. They've uh, they've, uh, acquiesced. And and, and a lot of times, the woman has to be the head of the home because a man is is a wimp. We, we have lots of wimps today, don't we? Oh, we have machos, yeah. But my friend, when it comes to the home, they, they lay out. A lot of them lay out and drinking and going around hagging around. And they leave their mama, leave their wife to, to be the disciplinarian and the children. I just can't do a thing with them. No, it's the man's responsibility. No, my mother never had to discipline me and my brother. My daddy did it. He, he laid the law down. He told us. And, and one of the things that, that I remember real well and i tried to practice that the wife don't interfere with what the man says oh it's fine to sit down and discuss those things and talk about it but my friend if a man makes a decision in the home regarding the children the finance or whatever that's the decision that the man made he is the head of the house he is the head of the house whether you like it or not you're responsible you're going to be held responsible for your children, I told someone the other day, we have folks whose children are scattered all over across this country. And I told them, I said, you know, you got all those children, they're grown now. Well, you're going to be responsible if they never get saved because you let them do what they want to do. And you let them assume that they can do what they want to do. And they grow up and they uh, assume that authority and they they tell Mo and Paul to go to hell if they, if they get in their way. But my friend, you're going to be responsible for them. I, I want you to let that soak in. That the great white throne judgment, if you never get saved, you're going to stand there. Your children's going to stand there. You preachers are going to stand there who disregarded the word of God. And you're going to hear those awful words. Depart from me, I never knew you. And you'll be cast into outer darkness. Now, my friend, I believe, I believe that, that man ought to be the kindest, gentlest individual he could be, but he has to have a voice of authority. Now, you can be authoritative without being cruel. That's right. You, you make up the rules and, and lay them down, and the children are, are made to obey. 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 The Bible says that uh, it's better to obey than to sacrifice. Oh, my friend, obedience. You did, did you know you never get saved until you learn to obey? I have some women that I know who are, who are not saved, and it's because they've never learned to obey. Obey the, the, uh, their husband. Obey the word of the Lord. Obey the, the pastor. And, and, and not, not when, he, when he brings you God's word, you scoff at it and throw it off. I do, man. I, I have those people, and they'll stand there. They'll stand there and uh, have to take the blame. Did you know you'll take the blame before you get saved? And then after you get saved, you'll take the blame every day of your life. You say, well, I don't understand that, Pastor. I don't believe that's true. Well, it's true whether you believe it or not. My friend, God's child, the Lord gives you a new heart when he saves you. 
You, you're not the same old person. You're not coming back. No, you go down the road of Holy Spirit conviction under the convicting work of the Holy Spirit. The Lord teaches you uh, who you are and what you are by nature and gives you grace to come to Christ trusting him. You're not coming back. You're never going to be that same old person. No, sir. I can tell you that without, without even hesitating. You're not going to be the same person. No, sir. And I tell you oftentimes, go there and read 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Now, I told my folks, that's what I want on my tombstone. May, I may not have one. If the Lord comes back quickly, which I think he's coming, one reason I don't go buy a plot and buy a big old tombstone and throw that money away if the Lord comes pretty soon. No. But my friend, I think you ought to do that. I think you ever I think every individual ought to have his funeral arrangements made so his family won't have to do that. Oh, I've been with folks after the husband died, uh, go to go to the uh, funeral home and have to find a place to bury him and all and uh, and all of those things and try to scrape up enough. I don't I think you ought to do that. I think you ought to have some sort of a policy. I told you about this lady told me one time she's been struggling hard and said the Lord hadn't saved her and she was dealing with some things and she come to me and she said, I got X number of dollars in the savings account for my barrel and I want to go ahead and cash it out and give it to the church. I said, no, ma'am. No, ma'am, you're not going to do that. I said, that first of all, that's not salvation. You can give that away, give it to a hobo on the road. That won't help you. But I said, besides that, your family had come in here thinking I talked you into that and they'd fall out with me and never have any confidence in me again. So you don't do that. But my friend, I think everybody ought to have a, some arrangements made for their funeral. I do. I, I believe that with all my heart. Now we're looking there at the at the, how the Lord put Adam in the garden. Let's look back. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it. Verse 5 there. You know the Lord took that man. Isn't that a marvelous statement? He took him. Just as he took Noah and put him in the ark. Just as he takes a sinner and puts him in Christ. Like one day he'll take you and me and put us there in New Jerusalem. That's grace. Man has man was not to be idle. I mentioned that in our last study. The Lord hates laziness. I, I believe a, a liar and a lazy person is two things that the Lord hates, and I know I do. I hate a I hate a lazy person. I hate for him to be lazy. I do. And then a liar. Oh my friend, when I was a kid Growing up on the farm, everybody had to work. Everybody had to work. And my dad, we'd be plowing and working in the field. And my dad had to go to, up to the uh, place to get some fertilizer seed or something. And he'd tell my brother and myself, look, y'all get through there before I get back. and turn the somersets till I get back. He did not want us to be idle. No, sir. And then another thing, I'll just mention this. I know I'm old corn pone, and I know that. But my mother, we had, we had to wash clothes on the rub board, and my mother was, uh, I've seen her rub those clothes till her, till her hands bled. And I know when we was there, my brother and I, we, we, was, we had to get in there and help her. We'd rub them clothes, especially our work clothes. We'd get them there and, and get that old rub board out. and We'd uh, go to a creek and get, get good water and haul it up to the house and boil it in a wash pot and boil them old overalls and rub them on that rub board. That, that's what we had to do, my friend. It was just like just like this normal is falling off a log. That's what we had to do. And we worked. 
we work. But the Lord didn't intend for Adam to be idle. No. In connection with man living in this garden, he had the privilege of eating ever, eating of every tree in the garden freely except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Jehovah Jesus said to them, Thou shalt not eat of it. Verse 17. God put a prohibition upon this one tree and said, For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. The Lord God of heaven turned over to Adam the control of the garden and the control of this earth, and he said, Have dominion over it. Now, I want to make this point. The Bible is true. We preach the gospel here. Many, many places preach the gospel. Many of you hear the gospel. Many of you have heard the gospel. It tells how to be saved, and yet you won't have it. Folks won't have it. Folks won't have it. You just won't have it that you're a sinner. The Bible says uh, that there's none righteous, no, not one. That means that you're not righteous. And the Bible says Christ came to seek and to save lost folks. But you won't have it. You say, well, I'm, I'm not lost. I'm not lost. Why should I? Why should I uh, turn to the Lord? But listen, Adam was the first worldwide ruler, and the Antichrist will be the last worldwide ruler when the Lord comes. The Lord God of heaven brought before him every living creature, all the cattle. I think that's interesting, don't you? The fowls of the air, the beasts of the field, and Adam gave them names. Old Adam did, my friend. Listen. Our scientists today do not know the names of every new creature, but Adam did. He was the most intelligent man who ever lived outside of our blessed Lord. Now, that's a gracious thought. Adam didn't, didn't walk around with, a, with, a, with a, a bone in his hair and a, and a club in his hand. No, he was an intelligent, walked upright, and the Lord gave him... T- authority to name every animal my friend you want to think about that you see our lord we we we've 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 lost our we've lost our knowledge we've lost our our sense of how great our lord is how majestic the lord is listen to me listen to me fella sit up and listen the lord spoke this world into existence he spoke the planets the moon the stars did you know every star the Lord spoke it into existence. You know, we think we're living on this little old earth here. Then this is all there is to it. Oh, my friend, the Lord, just go out at night sometime on a clear night and look up into the heavens and see the stars. Each one of them is a planet of its own, my friend. It's there for the glory of God. Did you ever do that? I like to do that. I like to do that. But my friend, I'm just trying to make an impression upon you as to how, how uh, majestic and how, how uh, wonderful and how authoritative our Lord is. But listen, listen, he was the most, Adam was the most intelligent man who ever lived outside of Christ. The evolutionists talk about the cave age and the stone age and all those things. They don't know what they're talking about. They're just a bunch of stupid fools. Brother, man was created on the highest intellectual level, and Adam was the smartest man that ever lived outside of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that's so. But among all the cattle and the beasts of the field and every living creature, the Lord God did not find a help meet for Adam. All others had mates, all the animals. There was two of a kind, male and female. But Adam had no mate. 
so we see his home was not complete. I've often asked the question, how long did Adam walk the earth before the Lord gave him a help meet? I don't know that. I like to know that. One of these days, I'll find out. And uh, it'd be so interesting, my friend. All of our theories are all shot to, shot to pieces. We don't know. We, there's no way to know that. We're going to look in our next study how that the Lord God of heaven. Isn't that a great term? That's who we serve, my friend. We, we, we sing a song here in our choir. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. That's what we ought to do every morning. Sing that song. Holy, holy, holy. That's, what's gonna, that's what we're going to hear in heaven. Holy, holy, holy. Because, man, we don't have the capacity to love the Lord. He's going to have to give us that. But we're going to look in our next study, and we'll look at that study at how the Lord gave Adam a helpmeet and how he named her Eve, the mother of all living. But this is the old trailblazer, and I wish I could sit down by your side and drink a cup of coffee. And uh, would you write and let me hear from you? Would you help me with the broadcast? And also, if you'd like to have these studies on CD, write me. I'll quote you a price on all of them. And then remember the old Trailblazer's address, the old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.